0: Lecture Topic Drawing Down the Rama of Allah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, he was a salam. a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. اتق الله حيث ما كنت وأتبع السيئة الحسنة تمحها وخالق الناس بخلق حسن أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected allamai brothers and elders On one occasion, the صلى الله عليه وسلم addressed Hazard Abu رضي الله تعالى عنه Rasulullah (laughs) sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Abu Zar radiallahu ta'ala and he gave him three advices now these three advices can be written in one line maybe maybe one and a half lines and it's something that can be written very very quickly but these three advices sums up our entire deen. Rasulullah spoke to him and advised him and said to him, The first thing he said to him, Ittaqillaha hai kunt. Allah adopt taqwa, be conscious of Allah Ta'ala wherever you are. We are currently sitting in the house of Allah Ta'ala. We are occupied in an ibadat, we are sitting and listening to a talk of deen, we are in the house of Allah ta'ala to come and perform the Jumu'ah salah, in the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned that a person, as long as he is waiting for salah, he is in the masjid, He's come early and he's now waiting for salah, that entire time and duration that he spent waiting for salah is like as if he is in salah. Meaning the reward that a person gets for performing salah, he gets waiting for the salah. So now this is mashallah, we are in the house of Allah Ta'ala. We are in this ibadat. So automatically we are conscious of Allah Ta'ala. So we are in the house of Allah Ta'ala, we are aware, we are conscious. But the message that Nabi Islam is giving us is, hey, kunta. not just confined to the masjid. Wherever a person may be, whichever part of the world he might be in, whether he's in the masjid, whether he's out on the streets, whether he's at home, whether he's at his workplace, whether he is in some other part of the world, whether he is, it is the month of Ramadan, or whether it is some so called holiday period. And no matter where he might be, the message is be conscious of Allah at all times. And be conscious that Allah is aware, Allah is watching. Allah knows what we are doing, what we are looking at, what we are listening to, and what we are thinking, what we are deliberately entertaining in our hearts and minds. Allah is aware. Allah knows. Allah knows the deception of the eye and what the heart conceals. Allah is aware. So, this message is being given to us of adopting taqwa. And this is the essence of it all. We are looking for all the solutions to all the problems, the crisis that we find ourselves surrounded by, and all the other challenges and issues. But Allah has kept the solution in taqwa. Allah himself in the Quran gives us, gives us the prescription that the one who is conscious of Allah conscious of Allah Ta'ala meaning that as a result of being conscious that Allah is aware, Allah is watching he then refrains from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden he guards himself from sin he does not get himself involved in the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala so the person who conducts himself in this way Allah Ta'ala will grant him a solution to every problem if an individual Take to this, Allah Ta'ala will grant him a solution to his individual problems. But the problems that engulf people collectively that we will have to get the whole ummah to now adopt this. As a collective if people will come on to taqwa, Allah Ta'ala will remove the collective difficulties. So this is a prescription. Allah Ta'ala says, يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ Every person's concern is his risk and how he's going to earn his living. But that prescription Allah Ta'ala is giving us in the Quran Sharif. Adopt taqwa, Allah Ta'ala will grant rizq Allah Ta'ala says from sources you one cannot imagine. Now this is the first step. The first step of adopting taqwa, adopting the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, inculcating the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala in our hearts. And when this becomes the reality in our hearts and minds, in our lives, that we live by the rule of taqwa. Allah Ta'ala will open the way out for us. So Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the first advice he gave him, ittaqillaha الله حيث There's a very, very significant aspect that is being mentioned. Because sometimes we are conscious, we are conscious where in the masjid. We are conscious, maybe in the presence of people. But if we are in our own privacy somewhere, we are somewhere where people are not familiar with us in some far off place then suddenly that taqwa then seems to now diminish so Rasulullah is saying, no that's not the way it works and in another hadith on one occasion, Hadith Mu'az ibn Jabal Nabi Alaihi is dispatching him to Yemen as a governor and he's giving him some advice, he's walking with him walking out to see him off he instructed him to ride and he is walking alongside. And as they now come to one point, Nabi Salaam says to him, Oh Muaz, when you return, sometime later, when you return, you will pass by my grave. Which was a very, very clear message. That there's no doubt about it that this is the last meeting. We're not going to meet again alive in dunya. So Muaz becomes very emotional. And he starts sobbing. Nabi Salaam now to console him. That you are going physically far away. But remember, the physical distance is one aspect. You can still be very close despite being physically very far away. And he gave him a line of consolement which was consoling the whole Ummah. That, that the people closest to me, closest to Rasulullah. And which mu'min doesn't want to be close to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Everyone his greatest aspiration is to be very close to Rasulullah. The prescription Nabi Slaws gave that the closest to me are the people of Taqwa. Wherever they may be, whoever they may be. It might be any person in the tip of Africa, it might be somebody in the jungles of Africa, it might be somebody in America, it might be whoever whoever open to anybody provided we fulfill that condition we live with taqwa Nabi Salaam says you are closest to me and we can be in Medina Munawwara and we don't live with taqwa we are far away so this was the first advice he gave ittaqillaha haythu now we need to reflect we are surrounded by so many issues we keep hearing every day of so many people leaving dunya Allah Ta'ala forgive each one make their complete maghfirat Allah Ta'ala fill their qabrs with noor, raise the stages in the akhirat Allah Taala grant somebody jameel to all their families and, and dear ones but at the same time this is ibrad for us the lesson for us somebody went yesterday, somebody went the day before, somebody went today what's our position, we don't know when we are going to be going, we have no idea whether we will see the end of today whether we will see this afternoon finish off or whether we will see tomorrow, we have no idea so we have to prepare, we have to take this lesson so now this lesson that we have to take, that we have to start living our life with taqwa. We cannot compromise taqwa at any time. Whether in public, whether in privacy, whether in our hometown, whether some faraway place. We all the time live with the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. Avoid sin. Then the next advice Nabi Wasallam gave, وَأَتْبِئِ السَّيِّئَةَ الْحَسَنَةَ اَسْتَمْخُهَا That look, we live by taqwa. Don't get involved in sin. But insan is weak. He sometimes might make a mistake somewhere. Now if he made a mistake, so what? What does he do next? So the next step, Nabi Islam says, وَأَتْبِئِ السَّيِّئَةَ الْحَسَنَةَ التَّمْحُوَىٰ Look, you made a mistake, don't lie there. Don't take it for granted. Don't just brush it aside. Don't just say, well, okay, if something happened, forget about it. No, immediately engage yourself in righteousness. What righteousness? Immediately make sincere Tawbah. When perform some salah make istighfar turn to Allah in all humility beg Allah's forgiveness and when you will engage yourself in that righteousness, give some sadaqa and do as much amal as you can when a person will now follow this up this mistake, something happened by chance a mu'min doesn't plot and plan sin but he can fall somewhere, he's walking carefully some loose ground he didn't realize where he put his foot and he slipped. That can happen. But, immediately he will then make amends. He'll turn to Allah Ta'ala. He'll shed tears of remorse and regret. The Prophet says, when you will do this, it will wipe out that sin. So therefore, a mu'min never ever takes sin lightly. It's one very great pious personality. Among the tabi'een he says, what is a mu'min? A mu'min, any sin is like a mountain, he's ab- about to fall on him. In, he becomes so afraid, he becomes so concerned, that I need to sort this out, I can't leave this lying as it is. I need to make sincere tawbah, I need to turn to Allah. Ta'ala. And a munafiq, is like as a fly set on his nose, he shoot it away. He comments to the worst of things, and he just feels like, I just shoot it, away. What's in there. So that's not a mu'min. A mu'min doesn't, Conduct himself in that manner. He turns to Allah in earnestness. He sheds tears of remorse and regret. And in this way, he makes amends for the wrong. And then the third advice Nabi Salaam gave to him, wa khaliqin nasa bi hasan. That deal with people with good character, good akhlaq, whoever it might be. Immediately, the, the people who are most deserving of the good akhlaq are those who are closest to us. Those within the four walls of our home. Our own wives and children. Our parents obviously. Then our immediate family. And then anyone and everyone. Those who are more in contact with people who are neighbors to us. People who are musallis of our masjid. People who we are in contact with in terms of our work. And then anyone and everyone. Nabi Islauton says, Khaliqin bi hasan Deal with people with good akhlaq good character. In the hadith it is mentioned that on the day of Qiyamat everything now will depend on how weighty a person's scales of good deeds are. A person's amal, his deeds will be weighed. And it depends now if the weight if the good deeds are heavier he passed. If the evil deeds are heavier that scale, the two sides of the scale. If the evil deeds are heavier now he's in big trouble. Allah Ta'ala protect us from the problems of that situation. Nabi Sallallahu says there is nothing weightier than on the day of Qiyamah, there is nothing weightier in the scale of good deed than good akhlak. Obviously, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi was talking to the sahaba ikram They knew full well that there is no compromise in the fundamentals of deen, that a person doesn't perform salah and he carries on committing sin and just has good akhlaq everything will work out. No, no, no. That is fundamental, that goes without saying. a person's faraizah in place he's performing his five times daily salah he's fasting in the month of Ramadan he's giving his zakat if it's due he's performing hajj if it's compulsory he's staying away from haram and then after that the thing that is most weighty on the scales of good deeds more than a whole night of tahajjud which is a very great ibadah more than silawat of the Quran the whole day which is a tremendously great ibadah And as much as possible a person should do these a'mal. And there must be these things in a mu'min's life, daily. Till out of the Qur'an Sharif, Tasbihat, Zikr, and Dua daily, begging Allah Ta'ala, spending dedicated time in Dua. Especially we are surrounded by so many issues, they should be moving us more towards a'mal. The point of reflection, how much has my time increased in a'mal? How much more time am I spending in Dua for myself, for my family, for my community, for the whole ummah at large, for the whole of humanity, the news we will keep hearing about and we'll keep reading about. But how is that going to help us? We'll get to know about the news. What's going to help us and help others is how much we get ourselves involved in amal and in actually doing constructive things to help others. Somebody is in need, we help them out. Somebody is sick, we try to do what we could for them. There's a janazah. we attended it. We try to help in that. Whatever other things we can do to help, that is going to be of help. And more important than anything else for ourselves, for others, is turning to Allah in earnest dua. Begging Allah Taala's help. So this is what we need to reflect on. How much we have moved ourselves in this direction. How much have I increased my dua? How much I am making more? How much of istighfar I'm making? Istighfar which will bring down Allah Taala's rahmat. And then together with all these amal, the very, very important thing is we are discussing in this nasihat wa khaliqin nasa bi khuluqin hasan, Nabi Sallam says that deal with people with good akhlaq. This is the need of the moment that we increase our amal, our five times daily salah with jama'ah. The more amal we make, the house of Allah Taala should be more now more abad and more inhabitants turning to Allah begging Allah Taala's forgiveness for ourselves for the whole ummah, and together with that improving our akhlak and obviously living with taqwa at all times, wherever we are, in whichever situation we are. This is what's going to draw down the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala upon us, upon our families, upon the entire ummah at large. We have to inculcate this message and listen in our own hearts and lives. We have to spread it to our families, to our near and dear ones and bring this message alive in the whole ummah. Allah wa Ta'ala give me and all of us a Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah.